Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little more. Hi, Jason Parker. Yoda Stephanie Moore. What's up? I have COVID. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were going to... Acknowledge. I'm not even like no, I have to acknowledge. I feel like um this time round I'm I'm halfway through my like one week of isolation mm-hmm. and I'm still COVID positive. I did another test today because I was like ugh, I was just feeling so hopeful that it would be done by today. Yeah. Um it's not. But this time around is quite different to a year ago. It's like almost our one year anniversary, basically. Wow. This time I haven't got the like intense sore throat or the coughing, but mm. the tiredness has been outrageous. Like I haven't been able to stay awake for a full day. Whoa. <laughs> Do you think uh, that's also like your body needs a rest? Or you No. Uh, it's, it's the COVID. It's definitely COVID. <laughs> definitely. Uh, and the brain fog has been really, really out- outrageous too. Like, you might notice it while we're talking. I just sometimes, <laughs> like, <laughs> I cannot think of what I'm trying to say. I've forgetting, been forgetting people's names. Like, Whoa. what I'm doing. I also am like, am I just forgetting what I'm doing because, like, I'm on TikTok so much? Maybe. There's one thing that I like, sorry to hear you have COVID and I'm glad that it, you don't have a sore throat, but not glad that you're having brain fog. But I often catch myself thinking like, what is TikTok doing to me? Like, I feel like I often have like a a limit and I'm like, okay, you're allowed mm. seven more minutes and yeah. then that's it kind of thing because... I know a lot of people that have... I don't know if it's like an app or something you can just do on your phone anyway, but they like have a thing where they it gets banned after they're on it for a certain time. Like if they've done their one hour per day, then it like stops being able to open. Wow. Yeah. Like more, more and more people are setting that limit for themselves. I think it's a good thing to do. But how do you stay in touch with the culture. I know. No, that sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I do, do the same with Twitter. I'm like, so my my first sip is an episode of Succession that aired yesterday. And I was like, oh, like being on Twitter, mm. like n- needing to know what everyone thought. And then as I was getting into bed, I was like, oh, I haven't even, I don't even know what TikTok is saying about this episode. And I like had to jump on and, and check it what out. What were they saying? I've been on Succession Talk. Oh my god, it was, I just, I, it was perfect, like, spoilers, spoiler alert, if you watch Succession, 
and you haven't watched season four, episode three, mm. then please skip forward. <laughs> it's just a very exciting cinematic moment in history, oh, according to TikTok. I don't, I'm, I don't watch Succession, but I know how important this was to the girls. Yeah, well, I think like it's. Basically, what happened was the patriarch of the family. So Succession is based on like this media um, tycoon and his his kids, and they're all vying for his attention as a business person and also as a father. And the whole that's the whole show. And this is the last season, but they didn't announce that until after they filmed it. And so everyone knew that. He was going to die, I guess, or everyone sort of assumed he would die. But the way they did it was so unexpected. It was, they were at the other, one of the son's weddings and he was on a plane and the audience found out in real time, like the kids did, like there was, you didn't see anything happen with him on the plane. It was him getting onto the plane. And then in a few scenes, it was them getting a call from someone really worried on the plane being like this isn't good and it was I think they really made you feel as if you got that call because it's like yeah life is normal life is normal and then bam everything's changed and it was just like so insane to watch like I I'm gonna watch it again I I can't wait to watch it again I just it's it was so good they are so such good actors. Yeah, I need to watch Succession. I just like I just don't know why I have put it off. I for so think long. I I know spe- I'd enjoy it. Yeah, like I was speaking to someone today about it and she was like, Oh, I'm like halfway in, like none of these characters are likable, blah blah blah. I was like, Exactly. There, there is nothing to really like about these characters until you've watched them for long enough that you're like Oh my god, that's so him extorting that person, you know? Like, and the, the humor is in the knowing of the characters not agreeing with what they're doing. And I just yeah. really urge anyone that is watching it and struggling, keep going. Like, escapism at its tea, at its finest. Oh my god, and like, there's so many interesting pieces being written about, like the way that the characters dress, or like the things that they. Just like the elements of them being so wealthy that they well, don't yes. think about Succession Talk told yes. me that one one thing was that uh they were wearing coats, but billionaires don't wear coats because they are never in a space where it's cold enough. They get driven like right to the door of the helicopter, they get driven right to the entrance of the theatre, they get driven right to the entrance of the hotel of their home. They like never need to wear a coat. It's just bulky and annoying to sit in. So true. <laughs> if a billionaire came to you today and said like, Hey, like come join the family would you say yes? Uh, is there any love involved? Yeah, the love okay. of money. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess there's love involved. I don't know what the circumstances are. Would you need there to be love involved to join the family? Well, I would like to think that I was a better person to be like, there needs to be another reason other than just the money. I have just started watching uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City today, <sighs> season yes. three. It's so outrageous. It's oh so outrageous. God. But um, wait, what's her name? Who's the most fab one? She's kind of the main character. The Meredith. Young one. Oh, Whitney. 
Whitney, yeah. In my mind, she's the main character. I don't know why. It's because she does the looks. She does the looks. But, like, she's married for money, right? Well, no, but they had an affair. Yeah, I think that's she lo- right. I think they love each other. I only say that because there was that one scene where her daughter was, like, getting really into boys. Oh. And, um, what's the other blonde one? The one who's... Heather. Heather, yes, Heather comes in and is like, um, ugly sex will change your life. Like, you don't need a hot boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I think that that gets interesting because her husband ends up, like, losing his job because of things that were shown on the show, like her with the stripper pole and how they, like, massage each other. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay, watch this space. This does lead me, and I do want to hear your first sip, but in the last episode we challenged ourselves, and I'm assuming that this hasn't been happening for you based on your condition, but have you been back on Hinge? <laughs> I did re-download Hinge, and I literally have not got one single match. I did have a match from a previous time like uh, that I paused it mm-hmm. from the, somebody who had liked a photo of me. The prompt was post coffee me. And so I'd been like, what was your favorite coffee? And then obviously deleted it, but I did get a bunch of answers days later, but Oh my God. The, the answers were just like, I asked the hardest question in the world. (laughs) Wait, what is your coffee order? Yeah. So I just said, what's your coffee order? Because they liked a photo of me that said post coffee me. Nice. And they were like, ooh, that's a good question. I'm erratic. It's usually a cappuccino, sometimes a latte. If I'm ordering with someone else, I'll get a flat white to make it easier. But right now I'm drinking a piccolo. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) nah, you've got to know your coffee and stick to it. Unless you're transitioning. Like yeah, from and, milk or if you're trying black. something new, but like you know your coffee order. Yeah, right? it doesn't it doesn't go based on what you feel like at the time. I know. I just I actually maybe that's what gave me COVID. <laughs> so I'm back on it, and it's going swimmingly. It's erratic. It's just <laughs> fucking erratic. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, I also am back on, and, and? I have. Oh, well, I got told that um, I look like an influencer and that um, my <laughs> dimples, something about my dimples, which oh, yeah. was great. Unfortunately, I didn't match him back, um, but it was nice to be complimented. Uh, I have got one match that could be a warm lead. Good chat. Yeah, nice, nice. Watches Succession. Nice. Um, yeah, literally, that's the only match. Is Hinge not it anymore? Like, are we on the wrong app? But what other? No, I don't know. Do you know what was really weird? And I don't know if it was because I was like a little bit stoned. But when I was house sitting over the weekend, and I was up in Roseneath, I swear I was getting different people. Oh, you bet you were. Yeah. I honestly, I, I think the area I'm in is a problem too. Yeah, I was like, wait, I've never seen these people before. I mean, I didn't get any matches, but it, it felt like, but again, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, watch this space. I reckon, like, I would go on a date with this person. 
Nice. I honestly am like, I think social media is going to be my dating platform soon enough. Like, people like literally slide into people's DMs I think, all the time. I literally think it's about sliding in the DMs. Me too. Like, I, I actually think that's more important in our journey. It's like yeah, seeing someone, but who? looking at them. Oh, wow, we don't know yet. We've got a, we've got a, that's when you do your little like, oh, who is that person? Yeah. I don't know. TikTok still as well. Like TikTok just sends you out so much wider. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I, I was walking home today thinking about like this, like all the updates. And I was like, I honestly, I know I keep saying this, like, oh, I just don't like meet people, but the last time I remember doing that, like having like this fun flirty night was pre-COVID like with someone that was fresh and then I was like is it an age thing is it a combo like did we just go to more parties and so you met people yes yeah Yeah. I do think like I haven't been to a house party where there were like a lot of strangers yeah what happened to those they they exist they're still happening we just don't go yeah we just don't go and like also, the thought of going to one of those yeah. doesn't, like, it doesn't turn me on, really. No. Maybe when you're here next Friday, we could, like, somehow, like, try and find... Well, and find a house party? <laughs> oh, no, I was more thinking, like, go somewhere and actively, like, have to give someone, like, swap digits. Well, okay, so I saw this TikTok which really struck something with me so there everyone should have a a thing that's called a third place so your first place is obviously your home and your second place would be your job where you go to and then your third place which people yes exactly is where you go to socialize or for you as well like your third place could be like your choir or, and a lot of people in this day and age don't have a third place anymore mm. because they're working longer hours and things are really expensive and or they work from home so they mm. don't actually leave the house as much so the idea of a third place is something that like a human really needs and we like actually love but we have less and less and less of and I was like I thrive in a third place. Yes. I thrive having a third place and I don't really have one. Yeah. Um, Wow. That's cool. I like that. Me too. Me too. I would love to have like a real sense of like familiarity within a bar or something like that or a cafe. Mm. Um, So maybe I'm, I don't know. Maybe I just need to put away like, whatever that amount for a coffee every day is. Like, I'm not a coffee a day type person, but maybe I could go get a coffee every day and that'd be my third place. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Wow. I do really miss going to the park, like, being locked away. I have missed my my park hangs. Yeah. I've been going on Um, little walks, but it's been really exhausting. Like, COVID is... It's wild. (laughs) She's a bitch. Um, Do you have a first sip? Yeah, so this is actually um, goes off of what we were saying last week, how it was our least personal episode yet. Oh, I put the title as most. Oh, was it? 
I don't know. Anyway, that came from because Ellie Golding had just released her new album, Higher Than Heaven, and it was her least personal album yet. Yes. And I have listened to it, and I've got to say, it is, it's giving everything that we need it to. It is her least personal album yet. It is just like fun Friday, Saturday night pop music. It'll put you in a really good mood. Uh, I think my favorite song is Cure for Love, which is one of the singles as well. And she's also done this um, live where she sings a bunch of her classic songs live with like a a few bandmates and she looks so hot and she Mm. sounds perfect. And like Ellie Golding is having her moment. Her song with Calvin Harris is about to hit number one in the UK, which is like where she's from. And yeah, I'd highly recommend everyone going to listen to higher than heaven for a good time. I love it. I will be. It literally will be like, a soundtrack for next weekend when I'm in Wellington. Yes. Yes. Remind people that they can get tickets at under the radar. Yes. Under the radar.co.nz. Wear something pink. Um, <laughs> that's not the COVID. <laughs> that's Ivy a... bar, 7.30 PM next Friday, 25th of April. Yeah. I will be, I will be ready. I'll be frothing to get out. Please, 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 please come down. Um, yeah. It's really going to be amazing. Do you have a life of the party? Yeah, so my TikTok, I have literally haven't, like, left my house for days, and I haven't really done anything except sleep and go on TikTok. I did watch the Elvis movie. Oh, yeah, what was, did you think? I loved it. I To the point where I was like, I'm dyeing my hair black. <gasps> wow. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm and morphing into Elvis. Yeah, fully the tan. <laughs> but it was real. It was also real. I... Did he win awards for that? No, he didn't um, win, but he was nominated. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well done. The, it was he did a really great job. Even like I went to that movie with my mum and her partner, and I feel like she was a little bit unsure if he was going to enjoy it, and he loved it. Yeah, and Elvis has hits on hits on hits. The best parts were when he was like at the piano, just like sadly singing. I was like. Ooh. Mm, or when he did the the one that was like a uh, kind of civil rights and he really pushed to do it and he was yes. in front of that wall like that was amazing mm. um i watched two thoughts um i watched the first episode of daisy jones and the six mm-hmm. which stars his granddaughter riley keogh which was reasonably good and i'm kind of keen to watch more secondly i can't believe lisa marie presley is dead Yes, I know. It's so sad. I know. And she's like her daughter just is like having this amazing career moment, but having to do all this press like six weeks after her mum died. It's really sad. But what was your first uh, your life at the party? <laughs> so my I've basically been just like consumed by all things Taylor Swift this week. Mm. It's been a really big week for Taylor Swift. Mm. Um but what TikTok is telling me, what SwiftTok is telling me is that uh, there's going to be a new music video coming, the final in the Midnight's era. And she's flown over to London. She's got like one tiny break from the era's tour, which I'd also just like to pause mm. and ask like, what era are you in? Uh, in Taylor Swift or... Yeah. Like, if we were going to the Eras tour, like, what are you wearing? Um, 
I don't know. It's such an important question to ask. I just watched this TikTok with Adam Scott mm-hmm. and his daughter is really <laughs> yes, into Yes, I saw that. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that she's in a reputation era while he was in his folklore uh, even more era. era. Yes. Wearing a cardigan with tea. I'm like, that is so perfect. I don't know what era I'd be in. I don't know what I'd be in either. It. I mean, I, I can't tell if it's like... There's just too much choice, or if I would don't have a strong enough. Would it be for us to be like, um, go for it in our like red twenty two era? Like, I just think that would be so fun. No, I think that would be fun. Like in the onesies. Oh no, that's where you're never getting back together. <laughs> yeah, but like that whole era. No, like with the little hats and like the denim shorts and like yeah. the love heart glasses. Like, could we get away with that at thirty two? I don't think we could. That's what I mean. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that's cool. Maybe we could be in our, like, folklore cottagecore era and just wear, like, high-neck dresses, like, picnic chic Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually sell this really great cottagecore dress at work at the moment. I'm like, oh, gosh, that would be perfect for the eras tour. Um, But back to Vigilante shit. Yes, but we're getting a music video for Vigilante shit, and the theme of it is very interesting. So she's flown over to London um, to shoot in a bunch of spots that Batman shot in. I don't know which Batman. I assume, like, the Batman that was, like, big when we were... You know when George Batman Clooney? was hit? Hell yeah. No, George not Clooney. George Clooney. Christian oh, Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a George Clooney Batman kind of girl. Wait, was what he Batman? Heath Ledger. No, that's the Joker. Yeah, but it was all the one and the same. You weren't, yeah. you weren't a Christian Bale, Heath Ledger girl? Oh, I was a Heath Ledger girl, but... Yeah, you were a Heath Ledger girl. Like, George Clooney, Batman. Or was he Robin? No. <laughs> I don't know. I was the Christian Bale girl. Oh, no. He was Batman. Yeah. And um, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. I mean, yeah. High Camp. Love yeah. Um, But, so Taylor is like... This is just what TikTok's saying, because they saw some of her old things in this museum... She is in this museum stealing back um, her old artifacts. So she's, like, got in there the speak now. um, Oh, is that why the lover... Enchanted balcony. Balcony was there. Yes, 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 yes. So all these things... Sorry, not lover. um, So it's all in there, and she's, like, stealing it all back, which I think will be perfect for her to potentially drop all three of her final... um, Taylor's versions at the same time. And here's why that could be viable. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So what has Taylor got to do next? Taylor has done like literally everything. She's got the, the biggest selling tour of all time. She did all the top 10 spots. Could she take all 100 spots? And the, is that what TikTok is saying? (laughs) She's saying that it could happen. All 100 songs in the Billboard Top 100. Yeah. That would be insane. And I... I want that. I want that to happen so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're only saying that because she's been wearing this t-shirt during her era's tour and slowly the t-shirt is spelling out drop everything now. Oh, is it not... Spelling out Speak Now Taylor's version. No. Well, it could be. (laughs) I thought that's what it was spelling out, but 
I haven't been seeing too many of those. Oh, well, um, yeah, I, last I heard it's drop everything now. And so what, um, (laughs) what, when's the last date of the tour? Yes, that's when they think it will happen. So that would be Reputation 1989 and Speak Now all at once. I am am not, I'm sorry, I am not emotionally prepared for that. Like, what would you do? Would you go in chronological order? Like, how would you even consume that? Or would it be day after day? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe. Bang, bang, bong, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon you just listen to Taylor Swift all week. Like, that's what she wants. Wow. There's got to be one song on there that isn't going to make that top 100. Well, it'll be more likely that one song, like Flowers by Miley Cyrus, will like not be able to get knocked off or something. Wow. But that would be cool for that artist too, who like held in there. Mm. Oh my God, that's crazy. To think I know. About. And so that is what I've been doing. Well, fair enough. Yeah, this actually leads... Oh, wait, you go. What's your life of the party? Well, my life of the party um, speaks to what we were talking about earlier, but it was a piece in The New Yorker called How to Be a Mysterious Woman Who is Also in Bed by 9.30pm by Emily mm. Menes. Mm, and um, I just obviously really <laughs> related to the content. Um, but I just wanted to talk through a couple of the points that she raises. So that number one, how to be a mysterious person who is also in bed by 9.30 p.m. Leave the party early and often. Arrive Mm. about an hour in, drop one memorable quip such as, I put a lot of myself into my seven-layered dip. The last layer is clinical depression. Then walk out the door and into your warm, safe bed. Have have well-regarded hobbies that are ten, ten... Gential to sleeping. Yoga is a great option because you're already starting prone on a mat. It also helps to rebrand your 45-minute mind afternoon nap as transcendental meditation, which I love the idea of just being like, yeah, I'm doing yoga in the morning, but I'm actually sleeping on the mat for half an hour. I've got to say, I do yoga in the morning and literally sometimes I'm not awake. It's amazing. It's so good. Yeah. Um, Share your real self with only your closest friends. By which we mean your mum. You both want to be in bed before 9.30pm, so it works out perfectly. Which I found, like, kind of funny. I was like, I think as well, sometimes I'm, like, look reflecting on things and thinking, like, was I too myself in that situation? I'm like, maybe I do need to, like, save a little bit for, like, the close, the inner circle, you know? Nah. No. <laughs> I don't I know. know that's counterintuitive. But anyway, I loved that, um... That article, and I truly believe that you can be mysterious and fun and in bed by nine thirty. But you Absolutely. might be single. <laughs> I, it's just about um, one not pre-drinking. Like pre-drinking is something that is not like conducive to being in bed by nine thirty. Agreed. Um, and two, actually going out. Like just going out, you know, it doesn't mean you're like locked into this like eight hour night. 
Yeah. You can leave at any time. The power of being like, I'm done with this. Fully. I mean, like, going to all these gigs all the time, I'm definitely, like, I'm never out past, like, midnight. I'm always, mm. like, and try try to be back home by, like, 10.30. Great. Yeah, fully. It's so possible. Mysterious. Just like uh, a New Yorker. Tell me your peak too soon. <laughs> so my peak too soon, and like, I'm not talking about the potential end of a relationship between okay. Taylor Swift and Joe. Like, I'm not oh. talking about that. I am but not talking about that. But I do just want to point out that Cornelia Street, which is a song on Lover, and... Mm. The One, which is on Folklore, have, their streams have jumped by a million since news broke that potentially, it seems pretty likely, to be honest, that they their relationship is over. I think, yeah, I agree. I think that um, it probably is over. I think that they don't need to tell us, though. And that's no, fine. and and Taylor has asked us to respect her and just focus on the music and not on the relationship. And it would seem that she's been hinting to us, the fans, that she is going through a rough spot during her era's tour. Mm. She's been crying um, during Champagne Problems. Mm. Uh, she did a large speech about. Um, people in the audience not knowing what each other is going through at that moment, how she's brought 70,000 people together and, like, you don't know what the person beside you is going through. She's also just, like, been spotted out and about as well, which I think is, like, like if she wants to be spotted, she's doing it on purpose. Yeah, agreed. I, um... I think that going out for random dinners and things like that is something that she could do incognito and has done because we don't yeah. see Joe often. Yeah. Um, I hope she's okay. I mean, but I'm interesting sure that the one why because the one. It's sad. It's like it was really it was the relationship. I know. Of a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. God, I hope we do get to know more. I kind of take back everything I just said. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're about to get, like, a really awesome breakup album. True. The second best breakup album to come out. What was the first best breakup album? Aren't you writing it? Oh, yeah. Actually, I actually am writing it. <laughs> Go stream I actually haven't listened to Cornelia Street in ages. Oh, I'm going to do it's that. It's heartbreaking listening to it now. There's so many songs listening back to it, knowing that the relationship didn't last is, oh, God, it just it hits different, and that is her magic. I guess I hope that the perspective that she brings is like, yeah, I felt all these things and it was amazing. But at the same time, like I had to take that risk and like it didn't work out, but I'll be okay. Oh, she is so grown up now. Yeah, like it's yeah. going to be very different too. There's Dear no vengefulness. Eh? I yeah. hope not. To be well, seen unless though, he, we unless don't he know. did a bad thing. 
You say you did something bad. <laughs> um, okay, well, my pick too soon is... Um, have you seen the word, the product, Ozempic, like, thrown <laughs> around recently? And do you know what it is? I am very aware of what Ozempic is. Okay. Very, so, very aware. Over the last month, it has just been like popping up in the culture and I guess like I kind of knew what it was but I just was like oh yeah I'm just gonna like let that be a thing that I don't really look at and then over the last week it's kind of ramped up crazily and one of the Real Housewives admitted on um Watch What Happens Live that she's taking it yeah and I was like fuck I kind of feel like I need to be a little bit educated about this so basically Ozempic is a drug Um, that contains an active ingredient that um, people have been being prescribed who have type 2 diabetes or are, like, excessively obese for weight loss. Um, And it's basically gotten to a point where people who are wanting to do something about their weight but aren't excessively obese or type 2 diabetic have been using this for like short sharp weight loss and I think Elon Musk maybe tweeted about it at one point and it kind of has become in, like into the canon because of that but basically it's all to do with like your insulin levels and um, like reducing your appetite and things like that now it's also gotten to the point where people who need it for their insulin levels who actually need it can't get it because and people have been like on the black web like selling it to each other and so I'm just like peak too soon like one the real housewife was like yeah I'm taking it before the um reunion to just like shed a few pounds yeah it just makes you not hungry but like if it was an option would I try Ozempic Absolutely. I would. 100%. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> like, how fucked up is that? It's just, like, another thing on the list of all the, like, things that people do to make themselves, like, feel better about themselves. And that's great. But when it starts taking away from other people's access that they genuinely need... That is very, very troublesome. Yeah. And it, it just... I just feel like we've made such strides as a society into, like, being better about body image and what we promote and put out there, that this is, like, direct opposite of that. And I know, like, that that conversation hasn't gone away, but this conversation is getting, like, louder than body positivity to me at the moment. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But maybe it's just, like, a little bit of a phase... Like the Atkins diet of of yesteryear, maybe. But like, what what other diet can you go on where you literally just inject yourself? Like, all it is is one injection, like a day yeah. or something, and you don't have to change your behavior, which is well, you can't. You like literally can't eat. You're not hungry. Mm. <laughs> so, uh... So anyway, I know. it'd be interesting yeah. to see if it come like if the if it comes to New Zealand. Yes, yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure it's already here. True. Like there'll be people who need to be taking Ozempic, right? Mm. Or whatever other brand we have. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh. Well, shall we say the mantra? We shall. I will take Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will find a way. <laughs> I will find a way to take Ozempic. 2001, 2001 to 2008. 2008. There ain't a there song, ain't a song that, that we hate. hate. Now, my song was actually spurred by a recent karaoke session. Do I sound sexier? Sorry, just to interrupt. Um, yeah, you're, okay. yeah, you do. Okay. Because you know, like Paris Hilton and like Ariana Grande and stuff, they have their like low voice. Mm. Is that what yeah. I'm giving right now? I'm giving my like low voice era. My yeah, you are Elizabeth giving low voice. Holmes, as yes, if you actually, in that episode of Succession, right at the end, the daughter reads out a statement to the press, and she went full Elizabeth Holmes. Like <sighs> she was obviously trying to like, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to sound strong. I'm not going to cry. But I was just giving. This is a wonderful opportunity. The one that she's like <laughs> practicing with. <laughs> Oh my god. Um so we were at karaoke and this song came up on the screen and I was like, Hell yes. This is a song from two thousand and eight with I think one of the most defining music videos of that time. What? So I'm going to add Warwick Avenue by Duffy to the playlist. Oh whoa, great song. I know, and she's like going through it mm, i know her career video. is absolutely like should there should be a video um a, what do you call it a movie documentary <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, video. yeah yeah about her <laughs> she got kidnapped yeah she got kidnapped but she was also like for a moment a small moment she was the biggest celebrity in the world. I think the thing was that because the press, I mean, this is an assumption, but because the press got so intense for her and Amy was like on her like trajectory, I feel like maybe she made an active choice to not let the media do to her what they did to Amy. Well, I potentially is true. I did read that because when she released her second album, it didn't like do very well. And she had a, breakdown because people were like expecting so much from her wow um that she ended up just releasing something that she wasn't really a huge fan of i actually can't really remember her second album or what the single was but i do know that warren warwick avenue is a hit and i will be going there straight after i go to cornelia street yes what song would you like to add i will be adding you belong with me from Taylor's Fearless, Taylor's nice. version. Um, yeah, it's basically all I've been consuming in between naps is Taylor Swift content. <laughs> I love it. There's yeah. a lot to go around. Oh, God, it's just, it really just, like, I feel like I'm a part of this really wild community. It used to be weird to be like, oh, yeah, I love Taylor Swift. But it's not that at all right now. Or am I still in this, like, bubble? Maybe it's because you moved from Wellington to Auckland and things are more widely, mainstream things are more widely accepted in Auckland, whereas in Wellington, if you tell someone you're a fan of Taylor Swift, they're probably most likely going to judge you unless they're cool. You know, it's like the soft plastics fans are like, Taylor Swift, are you joking? No no shade to soft, soft plastics. No, no, none at all. But... (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah. it's just like there's just such a specific identity in wellington 
around like who you are into for music i think compared to auckland or do i just not know the market how about this though soft plastics does a cover of you belong with me they should they They should should. it would go off it It would really really go off and everyone would be like singing along but there's something about the um people who don't understand taylor swift you're like it's like oh they're just like quick people are quick to like shove her off yeah, what do you and think it like, is? Her lyricism or I, her um, melodic, like, prowess? I don't or... know. I think, like, they know, like, the love story, Taylor, which is a great song. But they haven't, like, they don't know the depths. They don't know the bridges. They don't know, yeah. like, the... Oh, my God. It didn't name a bridge like they're all amazing. You're on your own kid bridge like they don't know. Oh, do you they know don't what? know? I don't Betty... know if you've seen the little kid on TikTok who loves Taylor Swift, but him and his mum listen to Taylor Swift every day, and he says these cutest things about Taylor's song to his mum, and she gets mum film. And one of the things was like, "Mum, does every Taylor song have a good part?" And she was like, "Yes, it's called the bridge." that's so cute i know they don't know but if they if they when they find out though like it's never too late no this is the thing and i think now is the perfect (laughs) time to get on board yeah before you get left behind because whatever's coming after the eras tour like obviously there's like it's the eras tour is like a clean slate being made yeah it is for sure I feel like they, yeah, come on board, guys. Yeah. It's a great place to be. There's no shame in this. I know. We'll add that to the playlist. I hope you feel better soon. Thank you for pushing through. Me too. Me too. You've you've done well. You're on your own, kid. I actually am on my own, (laughs) like, fully. I, like, literally, I know. And I feel like such a problem within my flat because... They're like about to go overseas. Oh no! I know it. it, This experience because last time I had COVID, I was with my family, and now I'm with my flat. Who I don't know. They've been really lovely, but like I feel like I'm sneaking around, or like like I've literally just been sitting in my room most of the time and asleep because I feel like I can't be out in the rest of the house. Which is fair. Like, I don't want to give anyone COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not yeah. like a, are you okay? Feels mm. like, are you, do you still have COVID? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. You can only count on yourself in life. Yeah. Yeah, I am the one. Horrible. Ding, ding. Well, hey, get back on Hinge, eh? We'll report back again next week. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, follow kick on's pod oh, at kick on's pod on instagram wellington come to jason's gig next friday yes most importantly yeah come to my gig it's next friday so it'll be like a week from when you listen to this get your tickets because it's gonna be slay it's gonna be really really slay i'm sorry if you're not a taylor swift fan <laughs> I know. and also like Soft plastics. Oh, I'm just giving shit. you a million dollar idea. Take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, bye. bye. <laughs>